2: Hello! Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Bonus Episode 4, Bracket Talk with Neil Stone. Follow me on Instagram, at Burning Springs. Email, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Facebook, there's an Unreasonable Doubt Facebook page. Figure it out. It's out there. Check it out. This is the last of the Bracket Talk series. Last bonus episode before we get to the first round matchup WVU versus Murray State tomorrow. I'm recording this intro at close to 10 p.m. on Thursday. So far, no major upsets. The 8-9 game, there might have been a non-seed that won today so far. But, well... You know what? There was one upset, and I feel like it's one that's been talked about on this podcast. Loyola, Chicago. Couldn't tell you one guy on the team. But what I do know is that their defense is ranked 24th in the country. And overall, they're ranked 41st as an 11 seed. So, West Virginia, for example, their defensive rating this year, and, and West Virginia is known for their defense, their defensive ranking this year is 39th. So according to the numbers, Loyola Chicago has a better defensive rating. And so I had them winning a few games just based on that. But- that was me. I, I got it right. At least for one game, and it took a almost – uh, Well, five-steps-behind-the-line, three-point shot to make me right. But you I'm not right very often, so I have to share those with you. Anyway, it's very exciting. Excited for tomorrow. Here's the last of Bracket Talks with Neil Stone. This guy is a past contributor to the website SportsNerds.com. You've heard him on WTSQ's Saturday morning show, The Locker Room. He's blessed with multiple groups of friends, and he's a WVU fan. Neil Stone, welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball.
3: Thank you, Josh. Thank you. That's a very warm welcome.
2: Uh, We keep it warm around here, Neil. Uh, Thank you for indulging me in this uh, conversation. Yes, sir. Where Uh, do you
3: Where do you want to start?
2: Let's start with bracket strategy. You are not a stranger to filling out NCAA tournament brackets. Uh, Do you have a particular strategy when you when you fill one out? Is there something in, in particular you're looking for? Do you go with your gut? What What's the strategy?
3: Well, I'll I'll tell you it depends on how much money I've got on it to start. <laughs> of course. Uh, but no, um it, the uh the conference tournaments, that that's a big tell for me. Um you know the way a team's playing at the end of the year, if I've got an opportunity to to watch different conferences and and how the teams are playing, especially in the semifinals and championship games, uh I'll, that holds a lot more weight to me uh this time of year versus uh maybe their overall record or uh or teams they've beaten, you know, in the first two or three weeks of the season. So I'll, I'll go back and, and look at those types of things, especially on their schedules on ESPN or uh, or wherever I can pick one
2: up. You're not as concerned about wins in November? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, <clears throat> I think that's fair. Um, West Virginia's experience the last time they were hot at the end of the year uh, and win the conference championship, they went to the final four. So that makes sense. <clears throat> um you've been in plenty of bracket pools how have you done if if i can ask uh over the years
3: um i've come in uh, I've, I've won once uh but probably not a very very deep pool it um, does Hey, a win's a win man yes and i'll tell you uh, i believe my wife has actually won in a, a bigger uh pool of people than i have wow um what's her yeah. strategy uh, I don't think it's the the better callers or a better. <laughs> she uh, she actually picks up a little bit sitting there. Uh, she'll actually watch college basketball with me versus any other sport, and uh, she'll she'll pick up a few things here and there, especially if she knows the team's name, things like that. She'll she'll
2: recognize certain certain things. Yeah, gotcha. Cool. Yeah. So you've had a chance to look at the bracket this year. West Virginia ends up as a five seed in the East bracket. Give me your thoughts. What do you think of West Virginia's draw and how far do you think they can advance in the tournament?
3: Uh, I don't like the five seed. Uh, I believe we earned at least a four or a three. Um, Especially when you look at the fact that they gave Texas Tech a a three seed. Right. Um, The draw, uh, people, uh, a lot of the experts are trying to say that uh, Murray State is an upset alert. And I'm I'm not necessarily seeing it. They're on a big uh, win streak to end the season, um, but they haven't played anybody. The most notable team that I've saw in their conference was Belmont. Um, So below that, you've got like Louisiana Tech, Jacksonville State, or teams like that. That it's not Oklahoma State or Baylor. uh, You know, even those mid-level teams that we have to face during the year, right? Um. But then they want to mention uh, Jonathan Stark, who's a senior point guard averaging almost 22 points a game. Right. But they, but they never want to mention that we've got the defensive player of the year in Javon Carter to guard him. Correct. That that doesn't usually come up in the same conversation. Um, so, to me, I, I believe Murray State isn't uh, the Stephen F. Austin that knocked us out two years ago. Uh, I don't. I don't believe we have to be that worried about them as we would Wichita State in the next round. Uh, sorry, Marshall fans, but Wichita State in the next round. Uh, and then definitely Villanova looking forward to Sweet 16.
2: What do you, what do you give if Villanova gets past uh, whoever won tonight and gets past Virginia Tech or Alabama? What kind of shot do you give West Virginia of beating Villanova? Well, what concerns
3: me is consistency from our players. And if we can't, if we have another game like we had against Kansas, where we don't get anything out of Harris or a mod or Bolden or West and everything's on the shoulders of Carter and miles and Canate, it, it doesn't look good for us. Uh, Villanova has yeah. got too many athletes and they've been there too many times. Uh, they'll be poised. They'll be able to handle our press uh, more times than not. Um, and I, I believe if those guys don't come out and, and shoot the ball like they, uh, like they can and turn the ball over, then it, it could be a sweet 16 exit for us.
2: I think that's a concern, right, is that a lot of guys on Villanova can handle the ball. So when West Virginia can't turn teams over, they can still win, but it's a tougher proposition.
3: Correct. And especially like Kansas, getting in the middle – and kick out for threes. If if they're hitting those threes, um, that's that's really what probably beats us more times than not is uh, kick out and consistent. Uh, probably forty forty five percent at least from the field or from three. Um, it makes oh. it really hard on
2: us. Well, I mean, obviously the second half of the Big Twelve Championship, you even go back to the Iowa State game, the Kentucky game, the Kansas game in Morgantown. Uh, corner threes that most of them are wide open. And then West Virginia's rolling the dice. Yep. If they make them, it's a problem. And if they miss, then, then you can live with it. Yep. And it seems like of our 10 losses, how many of those you talk up to a bunch of open threes made it's right. It's a lot. And, and we push Kanate
3: uh, deep down under the basket and, when our other four guys don't get back there in time to fan out and contest those it's it's open all day.
2: Yeah. Uh, That's my concern I have them losing to Villanova in the sweet 16 myself. Um, of course rooting for them to win, but it's it's going to be a tough I think Villanova and Virginia had the best regular seasons of the teams in this tournament from beginning to end. Yes. So it's it's going to be a tough not a bad draw overall in the east, but Tough to be on the side with Villanova. And and
3: when you look back to the fact that, of course, it was earlier in the season, I already said, I don't look a whole lot to the early part of the season, but we did beat Virginia. We were their only loss for the longest time. That's true. And we beat them. It kind of goes to show that if we can turn the ball over and make our shots, just like any other, you you turn the ball over less times the other team and make your shots, you should win the game.
2: That's right. All right, now looking at the rest of the bracket, five seeds or lower, who in your bracket do you have going the farthest of any upset teams?
3: Once I got out pretty far, I I don't have a whole lot of uh, necessarily upsets moving forward. I've got three seeds. Uh, I've got two three seeds in my final four.
2: Um, Ooh, let me guess. This will be a good game. So, let's see. I'm guessing one is Michigan State. Yes, sir. And I'm guessing the other is a team coached by a former West Virginia coach. You nailed it. (laughs) That's amazing. I don't know how I did
3: that. (laughs) Well, I I think Xavier is probably a kind of a a weak one seed. And um, I think that puts it to the pickings as long as they can
2: get past unc uh, i think they can take care of xavier well and unc yes they had 10 losses this year uh but north carolina been to the finals two years in a row and a lot of those guys are still there so they're that's due. not gonna be
3: that's they're due for a loss
2: <laughs> okay <laughs> we're going under the due theory uh so nothing five or below but three two three seeds in the final four so let's get to it who's your final four who do you got in the championship and who do you have winning your bracket?
3: I already mentioned the two, three seeds, Michigan and, and Michigan State. And then I uh, filled it out with UVA and Villanova. Uh, going forward, I've got uh, Virginia versus Michigan State with Michigan State winning it all. Tom Izzo and those boys.
2: Yes. Have you seen them play I, I, this year, Neil? A little, and from what you've seen, what what gives them the edge to make it to the national championship?
3: Guard play, and I think that's what gave us the advantage over Virginia earlier in the year. I think guard play was uh, where we benefited because they they've got uh, good uh, big men with long stretch. You know, can play uh, good defense once you get down below the foul line. But I believe Michigan State's guards take care of it um, above that um, and can put pressure on them to have to make plays before the ball gets down low. Um, and playing in the Big Ten, they've always got teams that they have to play against with good length, like Wisconsin. Right. Um, I, I think they'll know how, how to handle them. And I'm a sucker for a coach with uh, like Tom Izzo who's been there time after time and um, and can get his teams ready. Just like when Billy Donovan was at F- uh, Florida. Right. He even made – he's even made the comment before that one year he won the national title. He didn't think he had the best team in the nation. He had the best team at the right time.
2: Yes, and Tom Izzo is in the mix for these one-and-done guys, and they're always – a Tom Izzo team always defends and rebounds, which is important when – Offense is not always going to be there. They can rely on that defense and rebounding. So uh, I have uh, two Big Ten teams as well. It just seems like from top to bottom, it wasn't the best conference, but the best teams in in that league, Purdue, Michigan State, Michigan, who won the conference championship, those are all tough outs in this tournament. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic, Michigan State. You were the first one to say Michigan State uh, in the conversations I've had today, Neil. I appreciate your time this evening. Uh, It's always a pleasure talking to you on and off a recorded device.
3: Well, and I appreciate it, Josh. I'm a longtime
2: listener and a big fan. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I don't believe that, but thank you, Neil Stone, and. Thank you for joining me on Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Yes, sir. Thank you. Big thank you to Neil Stone for joining me on the podcast. That was a conversation from Tuesday. That's it for the Bracket Talk series. The next episode of Unreasonable Doubt will air after the game tomorrow. First round matchup, W. E. U. versus Murray State. It comes on after the Marshall game. So 3.30-ish, 4 o'clock on TNT. I have no idea what's going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised by any result except for West Virginia getting blown out. Outside of that, everything's in play. So, listen to this podcast after that game on Anchor. Anchor.fm slash Unreasonable Doubt. Apple Podcasts. Google Play. Still wait for somebody to listen on the Pocket Cast app. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Until the next episode, I'm Josh Witt. The record's still the same. WVU is 24 and 10.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator